0: Hi, guys. Well, from ever-increasingly clear Salt Lake City, Utah, it's Thank God I'm Atheist,
2: the podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up today,
0: Mm. a little stroll down memory lane, Dan, you and I are going to discuss uh, uh, what it was like to be a child in Mormonism. Oh. Because that, that experience is actually as you and I discussed uh, earlier today, that experience is changing.
2: Apparently, yeah. Some. I'm not so intimately we're not hip to the new involved to the new jive Mormonism anymore. What? You're not? But I know it's been and, and when I think about Weird. how long it's been, Dan. It's been a while. It's been a long time. It's been over 25 years since I went to a family ward. You and a, I are as a member of that You ward, and I are you know? old. Yeah. Yeah. Getting older, Dan. Decrepit. Look at you! You just had your birthday.
0: I did just have a birthday. Happy yes- birthday, Dan. Yesterday, am day.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Was that forty-eight?
0: Uh, Forty-nine. F- I'm, I'm now forty eleven years old. <laughs> or or thirty thirteen. <laughs> I'm I am thirty thirteen years old. It's true. <laughs> well, congratulations for making it another year. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm uh, much wiser than you. No, in this in this one month period where I am a year older well, than you, you're always, you know, a month and a year
2: older than me. I'm um, no, I'm always a month older than you. Huh? Oh, I guess that's true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, right now you're
0: both. Right now, I'm a full year older
2: than you are. <laughs> <laughs> that's really dumb. All right, um, Dan. Yeah. Uh time for for a little little conversation mm.
0: about faces about the hirsute nature of our masculine faces indeed uh even those who who haven't been richly blessed with facial hair as you and i have been mm. Mm. uh still need to do some some trimming some shaving absolutely uh so it, look here's the, here's the thing. We've used lots of razors. As we said, we're old now. You and I have yeah, used... Yeah, I, I don't even know how many razors I've
2: gone through. All the different kinds. And spent lots and lots of money. Just
0: so stupid high amounts of dollars. And
2: as I've recently found out, too much. Yeah. Because at least now there's an alternative.
0: Yeah, you can just go to harrys.com slash T-G-I-A. Harrys is H-A-R-R-Y-S dot com slash T-G-I-A. And try out... It's the internet's version of razors. I think they're USB connectable. Uh, I don't think that's true. That's not true don't at all. Don't make claims, Dan, that are not true. Just It's just a razor. It's, it's just a really excellent razor. Five blade cartridges mm-hmm. means a f- very smooth shave. Comfortable. Comfortable. Just glides over your face. And then there's no more hair there. Miraculously. Miraculously. Almost as though it was a miracle. Okay, so you got the German-engineered blades, five-blade cartridge, you get, you've get, you got an ergonomic handle, you've got the amazing shave gel, you've got the travel uh, cover, all of that you can just get for free uh-huh. from us. Mm-hmm. That is a little, like, tip of the hat to you. Uh, <laughs> and, then, and then you try it out, and if you like it, you keep getting it uh, sent directly to your house without having to go out there. It just shows up. Yeah. And then uh, and and then you see if, if if you like it if you like it you stick with it if you don't you cancel and there's no and it's no out of po- you just paid for shipping
2: absolutely it didn't cost Not you difficult, anything difficult hard
0: no it's super Nothing. easy yeah uh, you help us out uh, so go to harrys dot com slash tgia sign up try it out if you don't like it cancel no big whoop no
2: big whoop all right well all right okay Dan yeah got something for you is it a cheese sandwich <laughs> i'm hungry too but no it's not <laughs> okay uh this is coming uh oh, from our very lovely federal government dan it's my it, favorite of all the government lovelier by the day oh. here in these united states oh, just just the best um a uh, new uh policy over there at the uh uh labor department right Sure. Uh, I've heard the, of that. The, the the federal contracts, right? Sure. Uh, when they go out and companies contract to do work for the government, and so they have to hire people yeah. to do that work, yeah. right? They are now uh, issuing an exemption, or there is an exemption available, I guess, for... Uh, or from the non-discrimination laws. Mm. Like, uh, you know, like during Obama's presidency, he extended those non-discrimination laws to members of the LGBTQ community. Right. Um, so he, th-
0: he made it, it. was a policy that the U.S. government isn't going to contract with companies that discriminate. That discriminate. Exactly. Well, there's now a religious exemption
2: available. Um, oh, thank God. So the it will be more difficult to sue the government if one of its contractors denies a job to an LGBT person
0: on the basis of the employer's beliefs. Right. So, what if I'm understanding, I'm trying to track what you're saying. So, if I'm understanding, it means that if the US government decides to hire a company to build a road or whatever. Correct. Uh, that and that company is like no gays, then, but, but they're like, no gays because Jesus, then they're cool. Right. That, that's okay. They
2: can't just no gays for no reason. Right. Just because they don't like their fashion sense. Right. R- right. That doesn't work. They are opposed to fabulousness. Yeah. That does not work. That's not okay. But as long as you hold up your Bible and right. say, I, as the owner of this company,
0: uh, do not believe in gay people. Right. Right. They, they do not exist. E- and if they do, they're gross and yucky. Right. And I don't want to talk to them. Right. Or hire them. And that's... And that is now... That's now okay. 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 Oh, good. In the USA. What a great country we live in. <clears throat> they're making it great again, you know, is what well, they're yeah, it's Well, yeah, it's, uh, it's, you know,
2: because part of greatness, Dan, mm-hmm. is having standards. <laughs> yes. Right. And having standards about... <clears throat> The kinds of people, the high-quality, non-icky people
0: Mm. that you want to have building your routes. Well, it's about, you know, you don't want your road built by people who have the wrong kind of sex. Oh, dear God, no. That would be be I don't care how good they are at building routes. Oh, they could be amazing at it. The best. They could be just insanely good at it, but if they're having the... Excuse ba- me. The ugly sex, <laughs> the sex that makes me that gives me the skeevy deevies Yeah, no way. No, I do not. Wa- I will not drive on that road. I would rather have inferior roads. Mm-hmm. I yeah. think that's. I think that's how every good red blooded American feels. Well, I think that's that might be a part of our infrastructure problem, Dan. <laughs> not enough gays. Not enough gay sex. Building the roads. Building the roads. There. We well. What I don't want is to encourage uh gay sex during the building of the roads because but what if that's what gets the best roads well maybe <laughs> little Santorum in the uh in the in the mix you were the one who went there I did I did uh hey you know it's not just our these United states it's not just our country oh that's uh that's getting that, that that's really good at uh getting great again. At making terrible choices, <laughs> um, it, I don't think so. Okay, so this was definitely not a surprise to me. But I'm doing a follow up on a story that I did a while back. Do you mm. remember that we did a story about one Jefferson Jefferson Beauregard Sessions and how the United Methodist Church, mm. like a whole bunch of uh, of clergymen and and lay people, wrote a letter to his mm-hmm. home church, yeah. To put him on trial and so get him in line, yeah, with our teachings, yeah, exactly. So, so he was. So they were basically saying, "There's apparently a trial process that can be that can be instituted yeah. Yeah. for any member." Good, and because he was doing that whole uh, separating children from their parents and putting them in jail for no good reason thing, mm-hmm. they thought. Mm. Maybe he needs to be disciplined. Maybe he needs to. Maybe he's not living up to the best uh, morals of our of our church. Uh, to the surprise of nobody, he that is not going to happen. He is not going to be put on trial for this. The he, it, it, all these charges were dismissed in church court. Skunkung <laughs>
2: church court. Sir, yeah, okay. Uh, uh well, that's disappointing. Yeah. Um Because I think that, you know I think they should have done something. Man this is a, he is a bad man.
0: Yeah. Is he
2: the kind of person they want to be a Methodist?
0: Yeah, he did so he was acting horrifically. Yeah. And they all said, Hey, you're acting horrifically and then his hometown people were like, nah, he's alright. Um <laughs> We know him. The confusing... he's great at a bake sale. The confusingly named Reverend Deborah Bishop, Reverend Bishop, that's just confusing. I'm confused by Deborah. Right, right? That's a girl name. Right. What's happening? Anyway, uh, the Reverend dismissed the complaint, uh, and then that dismissal was was concurred with by an actual bishop, uh, David W. Graves. Hmm. So, uh so nothing's going to happen. Uh the the grounds for the dismissal apparently are fascinating to me uh, that he was just felt just uh just following orders from uh from above. Yeah. Cuz there is one guy above him. Right. There is a chain of command and he's one God. he's one down. It's God. Right. Well, okay, so I guess there's two cuz it goes <laughs> Donald Trump, then below him, God. Right. And then Jeff Sessions. Right, 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 right. Um, And the real complaint was that not only was he doing this horrific shit, he was uh, using the Bible Mm. to justify it. Yeah. Not in a good way. Not in like a, here are verses that justified ripping kids out of the arms of their mothers, Mm -hmm. but in a, here's a here's a Bible verse that says, shut up and do whatever the government tells you to do. So it wasn't even the one about the bears abducting children. Bears killed that, children. Oh, they killed children. Yeah, they didn't. Although, well, did not he do that? Wouldn't it be great? It, yeah, right? <laughs> wouldn't it be great if there was a scripture about bears, like, abducting children and raising them as their own? <laughs> the, the, I bet it's there. The Christian Romulus it's and Remus. It's in there somewhere. Sure. Dan. It's there. He's got to read between the lines. Well, cool. It's good
2: that he was able to get a government exemption. Right. From his religious thing, yeah, because the government's all stoked about giving religious exemptions too. Yeah,
0: so. see, everybody's exempting everybody. It's all—they're right. all good friends. Yeah. Every, oh my God! Everybody's of doing course, a great job. Of course, that's how it works. So yes, no, uh, no liturgical or theological consequences to Beauregard's hmm. dipshittery.
2: Well, I've all right, Dan. Yeah, as a story of someone who is sick and tired of religion and religious belief and god dan a story about all of our listeners and us well somebody who has joined our ranks officially oh okay it is now official dan oh i'm excited uh the newest atheist on the block okay batman (laughs) it's official dc comics has (laughs) confirmed that batman is indeed an atheist god sucks yeah all right if you are a batman fan if you like this kind of thing i apparently i don't know what they are because i'm not that person mm. but there are spoilers coming up okay for, these are for
0: books these for are comic for books?
2: batman number 53 okay if that is something you are into you may want to skip Ahead a couple <laughs> minutes. Okay. Oh, come on. That guy already has the book, right? <laughs> I hope so. Um, so, apparently, in the history of Batman, mm-hmm. uh, there has been some hinting as to maybe sort of a. That he's probably of some kind of Christian denomination,
0: well, right? He, yeah. He uh, seems like he's uh, either a good Catholic Protestant. Catholic
2: or Protestant. It could be either. Um, he uh, he was. Ne- his, his cousin, that woman, uh, has been portrayed as Jewish. Oh, but he never has been. Oh, right. Um, there, uh, apparently though, after his parents were murdered, yeah. uh, he, uh, things got a little bit more complicated and he, he lost sort of his,
0: uh, all, all his faith. That's him in the, the corner. His, that's, that's him his in the spotlight losing his religion. <laughs>
2: Anyway, um, this all comes out in, uh, like I said, Batman number 53. Okay. Uh, wherein, uh, he has kind of given up on the whole being Batman and it's a lot of Bruce Wayne stuff. Okay. And he, um, is kind of stuck in some sort of mundane stuff. He's Um, taking cooking classes. (laughs) Well, Not far off. He's uh, serving uh, jury duty. Um, (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And at some point during this whole process, he explains uh, to one of his fellow jury members that he does not believe in God. And they have a little conversation about it. Um, But he does uh, explain that he has um, a deep... or he, He explains how his deep belief in Batman has saved him right oh. batman became his uh, a symbol of morality goodness and faith in oh. bruce wayne's world oh dear um and um that sounds confusing and he says and, and this is possibly psychop like psychopathic i know and in his own words he says god is above us and he wears a cape Wow. Yeah.
0: You know, coming out of anybody else, that would be worrying, but not (laughs) as bad as when it's coming out of the guy who's... That's like positively... I am my own God. That is Donald Trumpian. Yeah. Yeah. I'll save everybody. Yeah. I'm Batman.
2: (laughs) I'm Jesus. Yeah, there you go. Kind of your... Is that your Michael Keaton Batman
0: raspy voice it's like sort of midway <laughs> it's midway between a keaton and a and a bale
2: mm. oh so bale
0: went really raspy bale went deep, super but, all yeah. the way yeah that's i'm like true. so I, I like that halfway point
2: okay mm-hmm. um yeah um this is uh oh yeah so oh yeah so i guess he was supposed to be getting married to Catwoman. Oh. But she left him at the altar? Oh. Which is just really sad. Just like a cat. Yeah. You know? And a woman.
0: <laughs> and a bat. And a bat. There you go. I don't read these comics uh, I like you. I don't understand it. I don't understand the number system because it seems yeah. like there's been way more than whatever fifty three or whatever you yeah, said it was. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how the I don't know how
2: any of it works. It's all very strange to me. But and and also apparently he's gone he's um He's kind of done with this new costume thing. Like he's he's oh. in he's gone back to like like old the, Batman, like the Adam West style. I don't know if he's gone back
0: that far, <laughs> but he doesn't look like that anymore. Yeah. Okay. Right. I just got to say, uh, supposedly, if, ladies and gentlemen listening at home, if you have just left your religion or if you if you've abandoned your god belief, uh, don't replace it with <laughs> Comic a, mes- a messianic complex. <laughs> That's probably, it's probably not the direction to go. (laughs) I'm just, I, behold me. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's like halfway to David Koresh. Uh, Good Lord. Uh, find some
2: followers. Why not? I think it would be fun to have followers. Go go start your own religion. I mean, we have, uh, we have patrons and we have listeners, listeners. Yeah. People, f- that's very different, Dan. It's very different. These people do not follow us. Please do not follow yeah. us. Yeah, do not. That is a see,
0: Do not see us as a messiah in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. I don't think anybody ever. Has. No, that no. would be. It's very clear that we're not to be worshipped or or followed in any in any good <laughs> way. <laughs> Gross. Okay. Um. In, I'm going to take us to your home state. Oh. Or one of your sort of home states of Oklahoma. Yes, uh, just ninety-nine miles north of Dallas, Texas. Uh, there's a small school in which a a, a trans kid, mm. twelve years old. Yeah, name of Maddie. Uh huh. She uh she is she's not safe.
2: <laughs> oh
0: God! It is. It is not a good thing. Um, literally. She was in a new school. she uh, she had to use the bathroom now she 's been using the faculty bathroom because she doesn't want to use the boys' room because she 's not a boy, right, But she can't use the girls' room because everybody raises fucking hell <sighs> if somebody goes into a bathroom that doesn't correspond with the bathroom that or with the gender that they were assigned at birth. So she's been. So the compromise has been that she's just been sort of using the, the the faculty bath restroom, right? Just because, just so that nobody fucking freaks out. Well, she used the girls' bathroom one time, okay. and all hell has broken loose. Apparently, oh, wow. right. all right, including but not limited to death threats. Oh my god! So how old? Class had to be canceled because a twelve year old oh used a bathroom. Um literally there were people so somebody online <laughs> made a comment that said, you know we have an, we have open hunting season on them kind. Ain't no bag limit in them either. Holy fuck. Yeah. So uh and we're gonna hear more uh about fun trans fun people like freaking out over trans things later, but like here's the thing.
1: What the fuck
0: is your problem? Like, that it is so scary to you that someone else isn't going along with your idea of what their gender is. Right. That you have to, that literally you feel like it's cool to do a death threat to a 12 year old. Like, at what point do you ask yourself a question? At yeah. what point is like, yeah? They're talking, you know, a lot, a lot of comments online about uh, about uh, if he wants if he wants to be female, make him female. A good sharp knife will do the trick. Oh my god! Cool, you're talking about assaulting a child. Yeah, awesome, dude. Way to go. It's a it's a it's a crazy world. Uh, there's probably quite a few uh I mean it's what
2: town? Did you catch the town? Uh I'd, if it's if it's it's got to be a small little place.
0: It's a, yeah, it's a small town in Oklahoma. I don't have the It's probably filled with some good religious folk. Yeah, well, I mean that's the thing. They were threatened uh, yeah, by the
2: idea of uh you know. Yeah, it, somebody <laughs>
0: You know, Texas... Confident in their uh, sense of self and... Yeah. The thing is, Texas... So, Texas has a bathroom law that requires all students to uh, to go to the bathroom that, w- that corresponds to the gender that was assigned to them at birth. Oklahoma has tried unsuccessfully to pass a similar law, yeah, but yeah. they don't have that law. Right. That law is not in place. But, man... They were suddenly this kid, this poor little girl gets accused of like looking over the stall at another kid, which probably did not happen, but that's what they're afraid of at, w- at what looking over the stall at someone else pooping. This is this is what they're afraid will happen. It's just they literally they're, they're not thinking about this at all. They're just feeling about it and freaking out. It's a, it, I don't know. It's very upsetting. Yeah, it is. Transgender, trans kids all over the country are, get to sort of pay the price for the idiocy of the conservative Christian mind. And not just the Christians. Let's, let's admit that the, the conservative Jews and conservative Muslims are equally horrific on trans issues.
2: (sighs) Yeah. Um, I wonder what's like little town. Yeah, her parents mm, must be
0: supportive. Yeah. Um. Yep. She's got supportive parents, and uh, and then Ugh. a whole society, a whole community that's just against her. It's just just needs to be dicks.
2: I'm amazed. Part of me is just amazed and and blown away by the uh, uh, the, the the courage of uh, this young person yeah who is uh in a i know what these little towns are like yeah you do you don't do this it would be terrifying yeah but there's something about just you gotta be you no i know and i, I think it's amazing yeah. and incredibly brave and 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 powerful, and uh, she will, you know, uh, after she gets through all of this, will be that much stronger. We hope, but in the meantime, goddamn, uh, people, what is fucking wrong with people? Like well, the, I mean, this where, is where do the you thing? get off?
0: The whole you know? the whole concept of conservatism and i'm not talking politically i'm just talking about the concept of being conservative is preserving a way of thinking and a way of life forever right conserving the current system my system the system that i'm comfortable with right but it's always it's always something that like where you're at and what you're
2: comfortable with you're you know go back a generation or two and they grandpappy right you know, wonders why why
0: you love queer so much. Right, exactly. You Whatever your sense of, like, being a good, strong, solid of conservative is, there was somebody four generations ago who would be horrified by you yeah. and how liberal you are. Yeah. So just notice that. Can anyone just please notice that? <laughs> this far and no further. Right, exactly. Right. Oh, no, no. I mean, Grandpa was racist, so we're not going to go there, but this far and no further. Right. Oh, well, Grandpa was a little bit, was homophobic, but now we know because right. I've got a cool nephew who's gay. Right. This far and definitely no further than that. Oh, well, blah, blah, blah. You know, it's all. Right. It's always going to be something. You're always going to be lo- like socially conservative. Right. Always loses out. Yeah. And then the next round of social, con- socially conservative people are sh- certain that they know where the actual line should be drawn. Oh, yeah, 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 <laughs> absolutely. All right. <sighs> well,
2: Dan. Yeah. Uh, Grand jury report is out. Oh, on uh, the the Pittsburgh diocese abuse. On the nonsense. it's 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 the entire state of pennsylvania almost all of the diocese oh that's right and then uh but this one is looking specifically at pittsburgh diocese okay uh and uh apparently uh there were a number of priests who were legitimately truly uh running a child porn ring amongst themselves um everybody raise your hand if you're shocked. <laughs> everybody? I, you know, I find it shocking. I mean, I know that like uh you know, unfortunately these things exist out in the world. Yeah. Right. Uh and that, you know, child porn can be found. Um but for a group of priests to be in cahoots with each other to the point that they were uh Luring the, the young men in, the teenagers in, getting them to uh, remove their clothes, yeah. pose them, take Polaroids uh, while all of them were in the room, right? Oh, my God. Um, the priest- All of the priests or all of the victims? All of the priests. Okay. So it was these uh, four, <laughs> let's see... Um, Reverends Francis Pucci, Richard Zula, Francis Luddy, and there was one more George Zerus don't name your kids Francis it <laughs> doesn't work out well okay um they uh the, the, there's this one story um one man who's come forward uh to tell his story of being abused mm-hmm. um recounts the story of being, uh, lured into a, this room. Uh, uh let's see. T- uh, the priest told George, um, that's the man's name, George, uh, Munnell. No, wait, took him to a re- rectory in Munal. Um, we'll George, call him, we'll just just call him George. That's fine. Yeah. Um, and, uh, to get onto a bed, remove his shirt and strike a pose like Jesus on the cross. They then instructed him to strip off his pants and underwear Um, and they began taking pictures of him with a Polaroid camera. The priests were giggling. Oh, of course uh, they were. Great, disgusting detail. Oh my God. Uh, and then added the photos of George to a collection of photos of other team boys. Um, the, these men and other priests, um, were part of a ring of predatory priests, who raped children? Shared intelligence on potential victims and manufactured child pornography. Uh, they would actually mark the the boys who they had successfully sort of raped. Yeah, they would they would give them special crosses that would identify them for the other priests in the circle. Oh my god! So they would know that that was a an easy mark, a groomed child, a groomed child.
0: Yeah. Oh my god! That's.
2: Oh. Yeah. oh, 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 oh. Yeah. This is really disgu- like Ugh. like raise your hand if you're not surprised. I'm surprised by this level of coordination. Yeah. Um and how it was a society of priests essentially yeah. who were who were running this. Yeah. Um
0: and yeah, this it, wasn't this wasn't sort of done in the privacy of the chambers of one of the priests. Right? This was something and, who, and he kept all these, and you he know, was quiet and ashamed,
2: and he right, you know, whatever. And maybe at some point showed somebody who, who was like-minded some photos. No, you're
0: right. It's the giggling that like really puts it over the edge. Uh-huh. This is like no, it's the rape that puts it over the edge. But <clears throat> the giggling is like the fact that they're getting away with it that they feel emboldened to do this i mean i you know him and meta actually on his, on the on the friendly atheist blog did a roundup of sort of the worst infractions In they read the whole yeah thousand page or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. thing and they it's you probably you, you probably don't want to read it it's just horrific oh, yeah. it's yeah. just person after person after person doing these I mean, priest, reverend after reverend after reverend doing right. these unholy things. You know, yeah. fuck all of the like infowars people who are talking about the Democrats running child pornography rings and, you know, trafficking, trafficking in children. Right. We know where it's happening and it ain't fucking Democrats. It's like, well, I'm sure some Democrats have done stuff like this. Sure. But- I mean, some of these priests might be Democrats, but that's not the point. Right. The point is, it's the clergy. Right.
2: And these are real, like, you know, now substantiated stories and stories that are like correlated with other people who've come forward. But nonetheless, um, just to kind of take the whole thing all the way home, um, this Zerwis character, one of the priests, um, was reported to then Bishop Anthony J. uh, Bevilacqua. Um, who refrained from taking action um, and th- but then when another abuse complaint came in the, uh, a year later Zerus was sent in for or sent off for an evaluation but he was still allowed uh, to serve at other parishes in the state until 1994 yeah. uh, when he was placed on leave for personal reasons right uh, Zurus was returned to active ministry by Bevilacqua's successor uh, Bishop Donald Rural He was now a cardinal in Washington. Of course. Um, But Zurus. so Zurich was, was, uh, was taken out of active ministry after another victim told the diocese that Zurich had performed oral sex on him when he was 15. Um, Zurich was placed on leave again, moved to, he then moved to Florida and then fled to Cuba. Uh, in the spring of two thousand one in Havana uh he was found strangled at the age of forty seven so he w- continued to be clearly up to no good um and somebody uh took care of him my god um so but again the, the these it it's the higher ups that are that is is what's so mind boggling to me that they wouldn't yeah. do anything to really fix this situation things were being reported to them time and time again over and over right it's not like one priest had some allegations against him and the the bishop's just like well i just don't know what to do about this right it's this guy has allegations he has additional allegations he has even more allegations all the while there are these other guys who have people coming forward on yeah. and one person sitting there with all this information knows he's got bad actors out there in his right. in his organization and does nothing right except the occasional well um let's take you out of service for a minute right yeah. or uh let's put you over here never warning the communities
0: no. never 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 calling the cops. Right. Right. He basically has a a lion that's hurting people and his solution is, well, let's put him among a different group of people. Right. There's a, you know what I mean? Like, it's just,
2: uh, and we know that this is happening organization will
0: take to protect itself. Yeah. It's so, yeah. I I mean, I was reading a thing about it and, and there was a, there was a point, there was one, one specific incident. Where, where that uh, on the friendly atheist, one of the things that they pointed out was one of the incidents. Uh, a letter was sent out that was like I'm you know, by a bishop that was like, I'm sorry, I feel your pain. I know. I know how horrible this must be for you. That was to the priest, not to the <laughs> oh victim. So, yeah, I mean, <laughs> right. Wow. No, of course. Of course it was. Yeah, uh, of course it was. Uh, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna close up shop with the uh, the LDS Church, uh, the the Church of of our upbringing, mm-hmm. which we reported back in uh, twenty in November of 2015, uh-huh. they they launched a really cute little initiative because they had been on the path of sort of more and more acceptance of LGBTQ people. Yeah, definitely not actual acceptance. But like, it was looking like it was starting to get, like it was getting like they were they they kept revising their view so that it was like sure. hate the sinner but not the sin but still revile the – but like eventually it was like well you can be a good Mormon and be gay but you know here are the rules for that mm-hmm. and it just seemed like it was getting better and then they dropped the bomb which was which is something that's now known as the November policy which basically said that. Same-sex couples raising children were apostates, right? And that the children couldn't even get baptized until they were of legally uh, like legally adults, and they had to denounce. And then they had to denounce yeah. their their gay parents. Oh my god! Yeah, uh, lifestyle in order to become members of the church. It was it was a it was a bombshell. It right. was it was it undid all of the goodwill that the church had been sort of slowly building with the gay community. Right. It was a nightmare. And it was such a big deal that like the church basically didn't say anything for the longest time about homosexuality or whatever, because they realized that they had stepped in it. Right. Um, but it seemed kind of like maybe they were back. They were going to just sort of like, I got the sense that they were backing off of that policy because they it was so clear how not just like people outside of the church, but people inside the church felt that it was it was evil. I mean, like I knew people people that I knew in the Mormon Church uh, on Facebook were denouncing it as evil. Like right, uh, and not you know they're they're kind of liberal, for Mormons, but they're conservative people. I, I don't know. Anyway, lots of people were horrified by this thing. Right. Well, the church uh, sort of hasn't said anything about it for you know, a year and a half or 2 years or whatever and right well now it so people were kind of assuming that it might fall away oh no well they've like doubled just, down shut the fuck up uh it has now shown up in the uh the manual that they hand out to all of their uh missionaries oh as as a policy oh boy um the most recent version of Preach My Gospel. Do you remember Preach My Gospel? Was that a thing that you got? Maybe That's the name of the manual that they give to all of the missionaries. Right now, there are 70,000 uh, LDS missionaries worldwide. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's probably the thing we called the White Bible. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing that basically every missionary, like, they get all of their information from. Right. So uh, the church has definitely... They are this is a s an in place policy. It is firm and decided. And they're horrible, horrible people. They're just fools. Yeah. They're just fools. The
2: leadership is a mess.
0: Yep. Uh the Good The local NPR Good. affiliate did a story on it and got a a quote uh from from someone who uh who's gay. But uh, attending Brigham Young University and he said basically what he said was, quote, if you want to be gay and Mormon, okay, but you have to be Mormon and you can't really be gay, (laughs) which is kind of the policy. Right. Right. Um, Good. I'm glad. I'm glad they're doubling down.
2: Yeah. Once again, I, I on sort of a what would be. Kind of just good for a lot of people who, um, uh, you know, are 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 still inside the church and people who aren't going to be leaving the church. If the church got a softer stance on LGBT issues, oh, that would be a good thing, I suppose. But the best thing, (laughs) the absolute best thing long term for everyone. Is it the church doubles doubles down on these idiotic policies on the hate on the hate so yeah.
0: that it gets, it gets so more people out so that more people can get out so yeah. that more more gay people who are thinking maybe I can do this maybe uh-huh. I can be gay in the Mormon church yep. maybe it'll work oh no they really genuinely hate me right
2: and so hopefully they just get themselves out right and maybe and take some family members with take them. some family members you know you have your, your non-believers sitting there in pews every Sunday, stuck, and we need more of them out. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And, uh, and this kind of stuff, I hope, makes it easier for them uh, to uh, to finally take those steps. Yes, so, indeed. Good Lord. Good All Lord,
0: right. Lord. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you have anything you'd like to say about these stories or anything else, you can write to us, podcast, at com. Or you could call and leave us a
2: voicemail message. The telephone number is 424 666 8442
0: Indeed, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com/slash TGI and click that like button.
2: And while you're there, search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join. It is a closed group. Dan. Scun-ta-dun. Bubble let you in. We will!
0: Dan! Yes, sir. Uh, Pat Robertson, Dan? We're having a Patty break. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we used to do it all, every week. Yeah, we used to do it. We, <sighs> he used to say something nutball every uh, uh, every other day. Uh, he Here's the thing. He is terrified. He is, Dan. Something so scary is happening in the world, and he... Will not abide it, yeah. So let, let let's let's have a listen, yeah.
1: Well, this next story should shock the daylights so, out I mean, You ought to do something about it. It's an outrage. Little teeny children, as young as two years old, being exposed to cross dressers, uh, homosexuals who dress up as women, and they're uh, called so-called drag queen. You say, well, that's something maybe for some weird television show or something. But no, it's, it's from us, it's a few miles away from this place where I'm sitting right now in the studio. There's a library where they're hosting these events where men are dressed as women, and they've got all kinds of makeup on, and they're, they're, they're men acting like women. And um, they used to, out in, a, in San Francisco, used to call them he, she's. And uh, they're reading books to children. And it's called the Drag Queen Story Hour. Well, you'd better get outraged about this. And many people are. But library officials sat at a, re- a recent event in Virginia and said it fits their city's vision of inclusion and diversity. Give me
0: a break. Give him a break, Dan. You know, he does need a break. <laughs> it's called death, Dan. It's called. It's called, Look Soon at What You're enough. Wearing, You're the Oldest Man Alive. <laughs> he's, in a, he's in a terrible jacket and tie, it's, and, and the shirt's even bad. Anyway, uh, listen, uh, little teeny children. Uh, some as
2: young as 12 years old. was two years old. Oh, I was two years old? Yes. Oh, I thought you were 12. Or
0: no. Little teeny oh, children. little teeny, truly teeny. Are being exposed to someone reading them a story Frank who's in makeup who's in lots all sorts of makeup <laughs> they're dressed up in a fun way Frank oh my god
2: it sounds it sounds absolutely delightful I love the idea of drag queens just being do you mean drag queens. <laughs> drag, queens. drag queens you know <laughs> they go like this is this is wonderful outreach this is wonderful it's it's adorable i bet it is the sweetest thing you've
0: ever seen oh yeah right come on so cute and these kids oh oh, these poor uh, these poor children are being assaulted by story time (laughs) yeah i'm sure against their will yeah
2: oh against their parents will it's just a nightmare. Whoever's showing up to they're, drag drag queen storytime—they're kidnapping
0: is. children and putting them and making them listen to books. <laughs> oh, oh, good lord! God, it's, I, you know, I just—it's so baffling to me how terrified these people get. Yeah, like if you've ever been to any kind of drag event, especially something like this, like if you like you know a drag event in a bar. Where it's like a lip sync con- contest or, or mm-hmm. you know, whatever. That's one thing. But this is just going to be some delightful little, some, you know, person dressed outlandishly. Yes. It is a spectacle. It is, a, it, is, it, is a, it is theatrical. It is, it, in, indeed. Yeah. And they're going to read and they're hopefully they're fun at reading. Mm-hmm. And they're just going to have a great time right and all the kids are going to see what they're going to see is basically similar to the experience of you know going to freaking disneyland or something right. You see a person in a costume right they're not you know they're not it's uh, yeah. okay. the worst
2: that's going to happen is they're going to maybe get some glitter on them
0: yeah they s-
2: may get some, get some feather boa feathers
0: yeah exactly like, it's, it's like that's yeah. the worst yeah. that that's worst case scenario <laughs> Actually, worst case scenario is they get they get the one drag queen who's terrible at reading stories. Oh, who's like great yeah. at, great at contouring, bad at stories.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> she looked great while just sucking it up. Oh that god, punk. she just wasn't very the little cat. That was the worst little caterpillar I've ever heard.
0: <laughs> she just didn't didn't really get the character at all. No, no. Like he he's eating.
2: <laughs> Put yourself in his place. <laughs> I can't remember the story of the little caterpillar. I have no idea. I'm sure uh, it eats some leaves, though. Yeah, yeah. And then it makes a cocoon.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's probably not. It's that's probably not a good drag story. Well, then it emerges and is fabulous. Oh well, there's that. That's right. a good point. All right, there you go. You've done it. All right, we had some folks write into us. Uh, Dale wrote in. Uh, you and I had talked about how there should be some sort of service for gay folk to find uh, gay-friendly businesses. Oh, yeah. Uh, Dale said, good morning. Uh, I just thought I would point out that Yelp is working on an initiative to support and promote businesses that are inclusive. It it is their, quote, open to all program, which businesses that join get a special uh, marker on their Yelp page absolutely fantastic it's happening
2: um i my opinion my rather low opinion of
0: yelp just moved up a notch i use yelp a little bit just i find it useful a, it's,
2: it's not a useless thing yeah i just don't have much of an opinion
0: you're just grumpy because you work in a, in the restaurant industry and <laughs> you got some bad reviews or something
2: no 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 no, no. <laughs> it's a cesspool you just got to know how Trip to read advisor is not a cesspool, Pssh.
0: right? It's all the same. It's not. Uh, here we go. Andrew also wrote into us. Uh, we, we, uh, we had some words about, we had a caller call in. She was displeased with our assessment of the American South. You'll mm-hmm. recall mm-hmm. Uh, but that did happen. And then, and then we just doubled down like the dicks that we are, sure. um, so, Andrew wrote in to say, I listened to episode 349 and felt the need to chime in regarding Alabama. I would not be too surprised to hear that you guys did not find too many uh, redeeming qualities about Alabama if you visited Montgomery in lieu of the un- undeniably superior city of Birmingham. <laughs> oh, I'm sure it's great. Lo- love the show. Keep <laughs> up the good. I'm probably pronouncing it wrong. It's probably Birmingham. I don't know. Does it matter? Does it matter? <laughs> Does anyone really care, except for the people who live in that shithole? Well, okay, great, good job, Birmingham, Alabama, as opposed to Montgomery. <laughs> I don't think we did make it to Birmingham, did no, we? No, I don't think we did. We, uh, we, we, you have to pick and choose. Anyway, uh, maybe Birmingham is the is the shining city on the hill uh, that that Montgomery failed to be. We'll see it's I don't know it's all very possible. we also had a we a, had
2: another person on the from, same subject yes um, a caller a caller at this time, yeah, and so uh and and this 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 uh this guy's over in Texas, so let's hear what he has to say all right
0: hey, Frankie Dan uh this is chance. I've
2: called in before, and uh I wanted to comment on the whole the South is a shithole thing, and uh I gotta say I agree with you. Um, I understand the other color meant well and, and, you know, she had point, but I I live in Texas and, um, I can't go into any store just about without, you know, shitty country music talking about how, how cool God is. And, uh, every time I walk my dog, I see at least, I want to say three or four Confederate flags and one Confederate battle flag. Um. We, we have issues here, and uh, should I get the opportunity one day? I'd love to move somewhere nicer, and, you know, more expensive. Hell, I'd go to Austin here in Texas. It's, it's supposed to be pretty cool, but but I'd
0: chime in, give my opinion. Uh, thanks. Love the show. Well, thanks, Chance. Austin is pretty cool. Yeah. I had a good time in Austin. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, I, look, the point, there are great people in the South. Yes, uh, uh, as there we, can be there you're are confined. There are lots of really cool people in the South. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, yeah, when you live there or when you visit there, you're subjected to that horrible country music, Christian crap. Right now, not all country music is horrible, just most of it and not all, just all of it. Just the vast, vast, <laughs> vast majority of it. Oh my God! Okay, we're we're just we're, alienating people. We, we need to move on. We do need to move on, but, but thanks but,
2: for. But, but yeah, I mean, we, we've we've set our piece. On we, have.
1: Yeah. we
0: have. We <laughs> have. <laughs> All right.
1: Uh, do we have? Do we, you, do we have Dan? some
2: folks we need to thank? We do have people to thank, Dan. Okay. We have a new, venerable listener.
0: Okay. By the name of Stephanie. Stephanie, blessings
2: be upon her. Thank you very much, Stephanie. Um, we need to thank our uh lord and savior emeritus angela yes indeed peace be upon you blessings and 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 then self. of course we have our top donor our lord and savior the one and only jenny still needs work it still needs a little bit of work <laughs> but it's, it's a work in progress jenny uh, thank you uh, very much for all of your support, and thank you to all of our patrons on Patreon. Yes. If you'd like to join them, you can go to our website, www.thankgodimatheist.com, and uh, click on that support tab. Yeah. That'll take you over to Patreon, where you can select any number of levels at which to support us. Yeah, there you choose how rewards. much. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, and it's uh, it's fun, and it's exciting. And uh, the campaign um, just keeps plugging along. And, uh, and so if you'd like to join it, please feel free to do so.
0: Yes. Amen. Dan! The primary children sang as they were. Do you remember primary? Here's the thing, uh, ladies and gentlemen. If you grew up Mormon, yeah. you know what I'm talking about when I just say the word primary. Yes. It it means something to the rest of the world, but it means something very specific to Mormons. Yes. And that is? Children's uh, Sunday torture. school. <laughs> oh, Sunday school. That's right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It was just, it was just fun. It was just what you did when you were a kid in Mormonism. Yeah, during part of the three fucking hours of church that they right. forced us through. Right. Well, yeah, because the kids,
2: y- you'd have sort of your primary general session. Right. Right. <laughs> where all the kids were. Uh, we were all together singing songs, yeah. hearing little lessons and talks and blah, blah, blahs.
0: Um, from, and then from a bunch of poor, 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 sad adults who had been called called by their church to deal with this mess of <laughs> childhood energy. Yeah.
2: Some people, I think, love working oh, in, yeah. in the primary. That's true. Um And you know, at least there's like music and singing and and all of that. Um, But yeah, we uh, we we uh, our primary we we got stuck in the in the chapel. Did you have to do Sunday school in the chapel? No, there were too many of us for the primary. Room. Oh wow! And so they stuck us in the chapel where we had to be. Rev- sh-
0: reverent. Mormons be procreating. Oh, let my me tell God. you. So there's a lot of kids. Yeah. You think the, the, everybody thinks of the Catholics as being the ones with the, all the children because they have a prohibition on on uh, <laughs> birth control. Yeah. But, mm, those Mormons will give you a run for your money with birth control. With yeah, they're allowed to have birth control. They just don't. Yeah. So. What I wanted to do today was you and me just take a little trip down memory lane and talk about the experience of growing up uh, in the Mormon church. Because mm. one of my memories of church, one of my biggest memory of church, was that it was incumbent on me as a young child with ADHD in Mormonism to manipulate all of the adults around me into making it less terrible. Aha! Uh-huh. I okay. had to make I had to make sure that they were go- that we were going to sing the fun songs, and mm. I had to make sure that we were going to like talk about things that weren't insanely boring, because yeah. I had hours to fill, three hours every Sunday, and it was just a fucking nightmare. So I remember, like, literally, I remember strategies that I used. As a child, to, like, when everything was getting boring, like, I don't think this was conscious, but I know that I started to, like, yell about, let's talk about this other thing, or whatever, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. because that kid.
2: Oh, my God. Well, I had to be. Oh, my God. I hated you. I was, like, sitting there very quietly. Yeah. Not understanding why. Following all the rules. You could not just sit still. That's true. That that Danny Beecher.
0: Ugh. Did you ever go by Danny? No, <laughs> no, no? I, no, I did not. Huh? Only two people in my life called me Danny. Really? really? Like, uh, parents of my friends, friends' parents used to call me Danny. Danny, hey Danny. I but nobody else did.
2: Huh? Interesting. Yeah. So Dan, you were just Dan. Were
0: you you were you were Frankie though. I was little Frankie. Yeah, for a minute,
2: and then in school we stopped that. Yeah, but initially but anyway that's
0: what do you you remember about church what what jumps to your mind when you think about being a child in church i remember just mad amounts
2: of just fucking running around (laughs) and we were in an old 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 chapel yeah and uh it was a cool old chapel like they don't make them like like that anymore no
0: now they're all standardized all of the mormon ward houses all are are these weird, bizarre labyrinths.
2: The, well, yeah, they work on either a horseshoe or a complete circle. Right. Lay kind of a
0: Kind of a racetrack of, of classrooms around uh, the the chapel space on one side and the uh, what ends up being the basketball gym <laughs> on, on the other side. Or the side.
2: cultural hall. The,
0: they call it the cultural hall. <laughs> but since Mormons don't have culture... It's really just about basketball. It's
2: just a basketball. Yeah.
0: Slash. A carpeted
2: basketball court.
0: Overfl- Some of them were carpeted. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's true. <laughs> now this little very tight pile. <gasps> you can still bounce a ball. Yeah. But it's weird. Yeah.
2: Anyway. Uh, yeah. No. I remember. Um, I, I mean, I remember sitting in that chapel a lot, but um, I remember that it was a lot of fun. The rest of it. Huh. I remember really not, liking, not
0: sacrament meeting. Which not is sacrament. A, it, sacrament meeting was awful. That's the right. main meeting where all of the everybody is, is, is adults and children all in one room in that chapel. Yeah. Wretched, yeah. horrible boredom. Hearing just it. the worst. A talk given by an unwilling participant. Yes. Uh, Who's not trained in public speaking at all. Just a member of the congregation. Oh, my God. Uh, the worst. Given a topic. G- who has Who has been assigned a topic. And now it's even worse, because they're, like, basically, they're assigned... Like, they don't make up their own their own talk. They're sort of given what? these guidelines. What? And they just have to sort of go through the guidelines and give the talk. It no. probably makes it better for a lot of these people, because they don't want to be creative or whatever, but... Man.
2: Oh, my God. The boredom factor... That's even worse. ...is even worse now. Oh, that sounds awful. Anyway. But no, we would, like, you know, break for primary and, and whatnot, yeah. and... And it was fun. We would go, we'd sing songs, and there were always, like... I feel like there were always, like, crafts and whatnot. When Mm. when you were a little bit on the younger side, you'd make things in your little breakaway classes. Lots of object lessons. Lots of object lessons. I remember being a seagull in the primary uh, little pageant thing that we would do, (laughs) right? And I I was dressed as a seagull, and I had to rush up to the front... And get and eat one of the, 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 the crickets? crickets. Oh my yeah. god. There was a big big panel that had like crops drawn <laughs> on it. And there were all these black jelly beans that were attached to it. Ew. And we had to run up and get it. Well, there was some piggy little kid who ate more than his fair share of the crickets, and I didn't get a fucking cricket.
0: Oh, Frankie didn't get his and black I jelly bean
2: was beside myself. <laughs>
0: Um this isn't fair because
2: I'm a seagull and I'm supposed to eat crickets. <laughs> I mean yes.
0: Let me tell you something. Food at Mormon Church is like gold. Because good Lord, it takes so long. You're starving by the time you're done with Mormon Church. Yeah. I'm surprised they don't have vending kid. machines. Right. At this point. They and and once a month. There was the extra torture yeah. of fast and testimony meeting, which meant that you had to not eat till after church. You couldn't eat anything <laughs> that day. No breakfast. Right. You had to eat. You had to wait until after. And boy, that was just.
2: Yep. That I was worse. But um, but no, like there was always there were always like activities during the week. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, you know, I remember the Pinewood Derby and the what was it? The blue and gold ball for the cub scouts that's and true you know we had just a, tons of shit lots always of,
0: going on during midweek activities there were uh-huh. there were when you got a little older there were dances uh-huh. for the for the youth I, oh i really remember the hot that that crazy
2: halloween party that uh-huh. we would have every year there was like they would turn uh the relief society room Into a spook alley. Oh, yes. And uh, this
0: kind of thing. Sure. Yeah.
2: And uh, I remember bobbing for apples, if you can fucking believe that. It does feel. It
0: was the 80s and we were still bobbing for apples. It feels impossibly leave it to beaver. When I I look back on it, I'm like, it feel there's this whole like, like corn fed. Oh, yeah. The kids, Rogers and Hammerstein sort of sensibility
2: about the whole thing. The kids getting caught for smoking behind the, the, like the janitor's thing out in the the parking lot, the facilities like shed thing. Right. That's so funny.
0: My brother was one of the kids. I remember it was just like scandal, right? (laughs) I remember So I, once I got to be around, around like 11 or 12, I started skipping out on church quite a bit, uh, with my, with, with various friends. Uh, which is not done much in LDS Church. There's always someone keeping an eye, and that someone can report back to your parents. So, uh-huh. like, you're always under surveillance, right? But you know, my parents were cool. They didn't. They didn't really care that much. You know, they wanted us to go, but I remember it's funny. I didn't smoke cigarettes because I a I wouldn't have known how to even get them. <laughs> and B I didn't want to. But I remember actually, like. <laughs> feeling so super rebellious because my friend and i realized that if you lit a cinnamon stick it oh, no. kind of looked like you were smoking a cigarette uh, that's so dumb so we smoked cinnamon i'm sure that was great for we were rebels yeah <laughs> yeah I'm, so. I'm sure i have all kinds of cancer now <laughs> cinnamon cancer cinnamon cancer oh, oh man. good lord no like there I, were fun things and
2: you know with scouts there was always know camping and and you were when you were a mormon you were scout master so even when i was like a little kid i would get taken on the on the scouting thing scouting things and
0: yeah i church for me i i do want to talk about sacrament meeting which is the sort of the big meeting and the fact that for me it was literally it's And if you go to a Mormon church, you can watch this happen in the wild. It still happens. It is just an exercise in parents. And this bears out when, like, if you've ever had to give a talk in a Mormon church and you're looking down at the congregation, no eyes are on you. The, the old it's, people
2: are looking. It's at the you. worst. There's no one paying. There's it. smiling elderly people who are looking at there's you.
0: There's like six people paying any attention to you <laughs> at all at any given time, and 150 people desperately trying to distract their children. And it's noisy, like in a it's Mormon so family noisy. church. It is noise. It is. Yeah. There's this. There's this constant hum. Of children and babies and crying and parents shushing and, like, trying to provide activities for their kids because, oh, my God, please shut up. Right. And they've got 12 of these children. So then they enlist the older ones to try and, like, pacify the younger ones. It is it is a nightmare (laughs) for everyone.
2: Mm -hmm. Ours, I have to say, I saw some video taken inside a utah ward uh and ours were never that bad oh no utah is the worst ours were never that bad oh, i worst. mean there was at least an effort to try to be quiet and i just felt like watching it it was just like everybody just resigned to the fact that their kids are going to be making noise oh, yeah. and they're trying to they, they they act like they're trying to keep them quiet but to keep them quiet you take them out yeah there's a
0: level of right. of acceptance right of noise Like, so if, if a baby starts screaming, (laughs) a parent will stand up and walk out with that baby. Right. But short of that, there is this horrific hum Mm -hmm. that is just, it is, especially for someone like me with ADHD, like even as an adult now, I cannot go into those meetings because it's just so mind bendingly, like awful. Right. Uh. So yeah, as a kid, all I remember is like my my dad handing me his little pad of paper and a pen, so that we could play hangman or oh, yeah. you know one of the the dot games or something like right. that.
2: No, we would we would destroy the the, the program. The bulletin, uh, yes, that's right,
0: because right. everyone would get a war a, a weekly piece of paper that had like sort of what hymns you were going to sing on mm-hmm. it and, and who was giving the talks and whatever. Well, and also all the announcements about what's coming up this week, oh, what
1: activities yeah. people need
2: to be getting ready for. I, and that's kind of the point is that like the thing that I, I remember there always being stuff to do. Mm. Right. That, that essentially the, the, the church occupied your time with activities right with fun stuff yeah i remember you know my first- aside from the 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 the, the horror <laughs> that was church on sunday right especially that sacrament meeting sure um the rest of it wasn't so bad you know there were yeah. other horrors home teaching was a horror getting dragged to go home teaching when i was like 12 with my or dad. having
0: some member of the ward having to come over every month and, and be the home teacher be your and and to teach you your family a lesson, <laughs> that we that we always heard in church. Anyway, it was just like that was just so. It was, it was the
2: message in the ensign. Yeah, it was just the first presidency mes- message from the from, from the magazine
0: that everybody was supposed to get. Uh, it, let me tell you something. Uh, but you're right. Like the first, my one of my first times acting uh-huh. was in a church play. Right. I was in a play of uh, uh, the Music Man done by our stake. So that's a series of that's, wards. A, that's a group of war congregations. Yeah. Uh, and and we did that. And that was great. And I, re- I remember all kinds of big parties and potlucks and, uh-huh. uh, you know, just ward activities. I remember one activity where somebody had arranged. I don't know how this could possibly be. Okay. But somebody had arranged. This was at, at Sugar House Park here in Salt Lake City, uh-huh. and there was this one pavilion that you could reserve. Huh. That had, you know, it had plenty of tables for everybody under the pavilion, and then it had this sort of um, amphitheater thing, like a half round amphitheater with with a sunken in, and it was all made of concrete. Okay, a uh, little area, and somehow somebody had arranged for these barrels of Fish, like water and fish. They poured it into this thing and we all caught these big old trout by hand. (laughs) No. What? Everybody take off your shoes and socks and all the kids got to wade into this thing and grab a fish. (laughs) What the fuck was that? So unacceptable. So weird. So (laughs) fucking weird. Also, funny so
2: work for like the
0: Department of Defense.
2: They must, Game have, and fish they or must whatever. have
0: done. I don't know how that ended up happening. I don't remember anything about <laughs> it except, like, I was like, Dad, look, I caught a fish. <laughs> Which, by the way, only time I've actually caught a fish. Like, oh I've been gosh. fishing a with your time. hands. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Barehanded. In a, in a concrete sort of concave area. Yeah. That kind of held the fish captive yeah.
0: for a minute. Everybody just go in and get a <laughs> fish. <laughs> Hooray! Then, uh, like, as a parent, what do you do when a kid comes back to you and like, look at my fish? They had, they had stocked all the lakes, yeah. and they
2: didn't know what to do with the leftover
0: fish. They had just barrels of them.
2: Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. And I took it home and ate it. Anyway. But apparently none of this exists anymore, Dan.
0: Yeah, I mean, the, uh, the, the church has been stripping here's the thing. itself of all of this. This church wants to be a worldwide, and is a worldwide church. Now, ish. I mean, you know, they have representation all over the place. Um, in the some, house. yeah, uh, some places greater than others. Mm-hmm. But they are. But let me tell you something. Leave it to Beaver style Utah culture. Yeah, doesn't necessarily transport as well. No, it doesn't. It doesn't necessarily make it out. Uh, you know, the the you know <laughs> people in Uganda are not going to be like cool let's do the let's do a red show the yeah, a road show right exactly <laughs> let's yeah. put on a pun filled <laughs> night of multiple uh 15 minute awful theater right and then pick it all up
2: and go to that ward house over there and do the and same do thing. it again yeah <laughs>
0: yeah it's that's that's not going to translate in right. certain in other cultures right do that in japan but they don't, don't do know. the road show anymore. They don't do it all. I mean, they, that They've was already been, ending when when we were kids. When you take the culture out of the cult, <laughs> uh, what do you have left? I guess that's just. I, I think it's a sign of the. It's growing up. Our 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 quaint little church is growing up. I don't know, Dan. I think that's the only
2: thing that kept a lot of people around. It was the yeah. only thing that made it palatable because it's a pretty icky. If you just if it's just the the doctrine the theology the theology that's yeah, pretty gross the the rules the rules upon rules upon rules and give us all your money yeah like it's not great it ain't great it's and not that's not going to hold on to people i
1: like, don't know i mean it's like they're good at kids shaming people shame
2: with shaming. scouting your kids growing up with lots of activities and mm. mixers and whatnot like
0: but also it like it does dominate your whole fucking life. And if you want to have a life and a religion, right. maybe that you know, but you don't want your but like, you know, fish at the park isn't your cup of tea. Well, I mean that's the problem with with that very
2: specific culture. Like yeah. you called it leave it to beaver culture, and it's a good that's a good shorthand for right. it. Right?
0: American white monoculture. Yeah.
2: Like, if that works for you and you fit into that, then it was a blast.
0: Oh, yeah. You were right? having a great time.
2: The problem is, not everybody,
0: you know... Yeah.
2: Not, not everybody's that white. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Because Mor- that was some pretty white shit Mormonism is professionally white. <laughs> you may think you're white. <laughs> you're not white till you're Mormon white. It is, uh... <sighs> That's that's advanced level shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think they're they're losing a lot by yeah. by stripping away all this stuff, you know, and now that they've divorced themselves from the Boy Scouts mm-hmm. that, you know, the boys always got a better experience than the girls. No matter yeah. what. Yeah. That's just going to get worse. Everything's going to get worse. Maybe everybody will. Now they're they're striving for equality of shitty experience. Then everybody gets a shitty experience. <sighs> Boom, baby. Yeah. They've solved it. <laughs> anyway. We've well, rambled. We have rambled. Uh, you know what? If you've got... Tell us about your childhood in your awful church. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure it was different, but also the same. Who knows? Write into us. Podcast at ThankGodImAtheist.com. Or call and leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is
2: 424 666 8442.
0: Indeed. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, and click that like button. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA
2: Members Only Lounge and request to join. It is a closed group, but we'll let you in. And also, maybe,
0: yeah, we forgot to mention earlier.
2: Yeah, there's the uh, subreddit. Mm-hmm. You can go to reddit.com slash R slash TGI Atheist and find a uh, growing community over there.
0: Yeah, hey, speaking of the internet, thanks so much to Mackenzie for all of her hard work on our Facebook page, and thanks to Sarah, Danny, and Amy for their work in the Members Only Lounge. And a big thanks goes out to the Red Rock Hot Club
2: uh, for the use of their music, and to Gordon Johnston for the use of his music.
0: And thank you, everybody, for tuning in! Bye-bye! Bye-bye!